Welcome to the second episode of Marketing by the Minute Season 3 After Class, and I am your host, Skyla Bentley. This series explores the different stages of WWU marketing alumni, with mid-career alum being the focus of today's episode. This podcast is being created, run, and edited by integrated marketing communication students, with the goal of giving alumni an outlet to connect with current students and give them insight into their personal marketing journey and the steps they have taken since graduation. Okay, so today we're going to be chatting with Chad Lindstrom, who graduated from Western in 2010, actually, um, and we'll be talking about his experience in the marketing department, the process of job interviews, working different jobs throughout his marketing career, successes he's achieved, as well as the challenges he's faced throughout this journey thus far. Um, Chad, thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us this morning. Um, How are you doing? I'm great. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I really uh, appreciate the the invite and I'm yeah, excited I'm to be here. Yeah, super excited to have you. Um, so last episode, as I mentioned, we talked to uh, early career alumni and we asked them what their elevator pitches were since they're currently searching for you know their first positions right out of college. Um, but since you've held multiple uh, multiple marketing positions already, we'd love to know in a nutshell, like what do you bring to the table and how do you differentiate yourself in such a competitive industry? Yeah, absolutely. So I think um, for me, uh, throughout my career, the thing that has been um, most exciting and also the thing that I've, I've tried to set myself up as being different is um, really leaning into the digital landscape, which I know a lot of people are these days, but more so uh, within the branding and positioning world of marketing. So I love um, getting to take a brand and reposition it in, in its market, you know, to reach the customers better or um, developing new brands, right? So. Um, everything from helping, you know, Joe Schmo down the street with his lawn business to you know, helping Nike redefine how they might talk to their basketball consumer and what that brand looks like. So um, for me, it's been a really exciting that branding side of things. Um, and I think the the big thing for me that sets me apart from others is using the creative side of the brain with the analytical side, um, which um, is why I got into marketing in the first place. But I I love the combination of those two things are really important uh, to help figure out how to differentiate your brand or your um, product in the marketplace. So. Um, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I know that's why I went into marketing, actually, is I really like that you can really use the analytical side and you can also be creative in whatever you're doing. And I feel like a lot of degrees, especially within the, you know, in business, it doesn't really give you that outlet. So that's awesome to see that you're actually using that in the real world. Um, Absolutely. And then, yeah, we'd love to take this time just to get to know you a little bit more about your <laughs> background and your time at Western. So, like, what has life been like for you and, like, how has your career evolved since graduating? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So uh, while at Western um, doing the business program, I, like you just said, I learned that I really enjoyed the marketing side of things. I loved getting into the customer's mindset um, and I loved that marketing could really be an influencer or something that could actually help people if it's done the right way, right? Uh, we all know those annoying ads, but there's also those, there's the ads that are good that actually can help and give you the right thing in the right time. So I became fascinated with that side of, um, of marketing and I loved the creative ideas. So I knew right away I wanted to try out the agency world. I wanted to be part of an agency. I wanted to work on multiple clients. I wanted to think of those creative ideas. I wanted to be a problem solver for a company. Um, and so um, I started in that path. I was an intern with a company that was a, a marketing um, agency. And then I got hired on with them after I graduated. And then I went, and they were a smaller local company. And then I went from there to a global ad agency called Razorfish in Seattle where I did get to work on Nike uh, for about five years there. Um, and again, had a great opportunity to you know, work on such an iconic brand, which was really a lot of fun. Um, after my time in the agency world, 
then I got curious about well, what would it be like to be on the client side of things and not at the agency side. So I jumped over and uh, joined uh, Milgard Windows and Doors as their marketing communications manager for their corporate marketing team and uh, got to then be the one that was like the interface on the client side with the agency partners and the creative partners we were working with and helping decide what that looked like uh, for the company. Um, and while I was there, I also started doing some consulting as well, like on just my own time on projects that I was excited about. And one of those projects led to um, me getting an offer to be the VP of marketing for a local company and help them really grow a brand and grow their marketing presence. They'd never had marketing at all. A company was called Smart Sales. And so um, I was able to uh, join, join that company and for six years helped them build up a marketing department, a marketing strategy, uh, that integrated with their sales team and how that, what that would look like and um, actually put that into practice help them start new brands while I was there. Uh, really awesome opportunity. And then that led to an opportunity with Amazon. So staying in the digital branding um, advertising space, um, I joined Amazon as part of their private brands group. And so everyone, any, any product that's on Amazon that was like their own branded item, paper towels to batteries, um, I was responsible for the online advertising campaigns that would be pushing those products out to consumers um, offline to get them back to amazon.com to shop. So, um, you know, again, big picture strategy, trying to determine how we can reach the consumer in the best way possible, given the product and the, you know, we were trying to push. And so, um, and that's led me to where I'm at today. So yeah, I've been really lucky to, to have a good mix, about half of my career in the agency side, half of my career on the client side, um, and always in a digital advertising sort of space, uh, but a lot of focus on branding and positioning as well within all of that um, throughout throughout my 12 years now. So it's, it's been yeah, great. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm curious to know, like, do you have any advice for people graduating and like whether or not it's beneficial to either start in-house or go directly to agency or what kind of advice would you give someone who's, you know, contemplating those two options? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think um, it's two very different worlds. And I think the reason that I ultimately liked the agency side is I wanted to get um, I think the agency offers you an experience to get your hands involved in a lot of different elements of marketing. Um, what I've seen sometimes on client side, and, and there's no right or wrong answer here, right? I think some people are more prone to like, they know the area of marketing they want to go into right now or the type of thing they're really interested in. And when you go client side, I feel like you get really like, not siloed, but you get kind of assigned almost into a very specific area of marketing and which which isn't good or bad, but you can get you know, if it's your first position and you get pigeonholed as a product marketer and then you're in that product marketing lane, after that fact, if you want to move something else, it's like you have to kind of do a, you know, a diversion or a different path to get to a different area of marketing or in your next interview, you have to show how the product marketing you have could translate over into this other, you know, digital advertising space or whatever it might be that you want to try out instead. And so the reason I loved the agency side uh, was you got a taste for all different types of marketing right out of the gate. So I mentioned that I started with a um, kind of a smaller boutique agency. And, you know, it was one day I'd be coordinating a photo shoot for one of our clients and being getting getting to see what it's like to create the actual assets for our customer. And the next day we were working on writing copy for a brochure. The next day I was working on overseeing a web development project for someone else. The next day it was building a new logo for like a lawn care service, like I mentioned. So it's I got to see all these different avenues of what marketing, what does it mean to have marketing within the company? And there's so many layers to it. And so getting to see all of those 
and kind of have a taste for all those, then I could kind of hone in on, okay, what are the pieces I really enjoy? And I want to set my career up to be able to do more of that, maybe less of the areas that weren't as exciting for me, right? So I think that to me was why I ultimately went that agency route. But I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I think if you know right now, you want to you know, bring a product to, to market and you want to be part of that product life cycle and making it the best for the customer and you want to own product marketing, then it's, you know, there's great opportunities to start client side right away for sure. Um, I just like that variety that the agency Yeah, and offers. I think that's awesome, especially just speaking to current marketing students who are maybe just like starting in their degree or people who even just don't even know what they want to major in right now. And if they were to find this podcast, I think it's awesome to really show them that marketing is such a like versatile like career choice where like you can have any like artistic background like you were saying like you really get to pick and choose and see what you're interested in and I think that's one of the really like powerful things about marketing and like the you know you you get to choose what you want to do you get to choose what you enjoy um but yeah that's awesome yeah I think like keeping that open mind too like you might not realize like when I started into it I liked the idea of um, you know, run these campaigns, that kind of stuff for, for customers and, and being part of that like traditional advertising experience. But what I learned through all of that was that I personally, you know, I, I have a creative side as well. And I love, I learned that in marketing, I could really develop skills in Photoshop and InDesign and, and Illustrator and all these other things that I, I didn't learn in school, but I could learn post uh, graduation that led me to doing things, you know, just passion projects on the side. You know, I've now, I've been able to develop three separate websites, you know, just outside of my regular job, just with other projects that I was just passionate about or things that I loved or developing logos for, you know, a friend's company or, you know, some other things like this where it's, you get to start, yeah, you just start to realize the things that you, oh, my brain works well in this capacity and I can use that in marketing. This is pretty fun. So, um, yeah, keep an open, keeping an open mind and uh, making sure that you, uh, you realize there's so many layers to what marketing means. Um, and so it's all really, it's all really fun, which is the Yeah, good that's part. awesome. And jumping back just a little bit, you were talking about working for like smaller companies and really helping them grow and like, you know, find themselves like in, you know, in their industry. How fulfilling is that to know that like you are such like a, a helping hand in like providing these companies that outlet to, an outlet to really market themselves and like get themselves on the map. Can you talk about that just a little bit? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I. Um, really really enjoy that side of it and you're right the word the word fulfilling is is definitely um how i would describe that because you're so the first agency i was at um it was all small medium businesses that we were helping and working on and it was like companies that maybe couldn't afford a marketing department or couldn't afford to have you know a full-time people doing this that or whatever so they would bring our team in and we would help them to get a strategy put together or something simple like hey we just need some new brochures or we need a new website whatever it might be um, but it was really, really fun to see, to come in there, learn about the business, offer them real solutions that they hadn't thought of or didn't realize, you know, would help. And then when they put them into play to see that that growth, you know, help them or those strategies help them grow, um, really, really exciting. And that's ultimately why when I went to the client side of things, um, I started kind of doing some, you know, the consulting thing as well. Cause I, there was other projects that I realized I could you know, help in this, this capacity. And that's ultimately why I stayed at that company for six years. Um, the smart sales company was, it was really rewarding to create something from scratch and then see it work and see it out in the marketplace and see people, you know, using the product and talking about the product and loving the product and realizing, wow, you know, look, look what we did. This is pretty exciting. I mean, it's making a difference in these people's lives. 
And so that to me, yeah, I love that side of it. For yeah, sure. I love how hands-on marketing is. I feel like the class that we're in right now, Integrated Marketing Communications with Dan Purdy, this is really the first time that students have been able to really produce something. Like there are teams, you know, producing TikToks or like, you know, developing websites and stuff. And we're developing this podcast. And it's crazy to see like your work actually pays off. Like people are actually watching this and they're actually receiving a benefit from whatever you're doing. So it's awesome to see that you get to do that on a daily basis and what you're doing. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and I, man, I, that class, I remember taking that class uh, with oh Dan Purdy wow. as well, and we uh, we had to do a very thick, spiral-bound, you know, uh, market communications plan that was super robust, and it's cool to see how much it's evolved when you guys do things like this now. It's really, really awesome. Um, but I, I remember that class really well, and it was building that, like, portfolio, if you will, of, like, we had to think of a, either create a product or take a product that's already in the market and build a whole market communications plan around it. And I remember we created a, a product and that going through that process of like thinking, what's the commercial, what's the tagline, what's the brand, you know, standard and all that kind of stuff, building every piece of that. What's the press release going to, how's it going to read and where are you going to put the press release and what ads are you going to put out there and thinking through that whole plan. That really is what in my brain, that, that passion of this would be fun to do at an agency for a bunch of clients. And that, that was really the, the kicker. So it's cool to see that you guys are, um, you can use today's mediums uh, to still make that happen, which is awesome. Yeah, and it's awesome to hear that this class still had an impact on what you're doing today. And you, yeah, Huge and impact. you get to use those skills and stuff that Dan taught you. And it's it's still relevant, even in such like a, an ever-changing, you know, industry like marketing with technological advancements and such, such like those, those foundational elements of marketing that are being taught through these courses are so beneficial. So that's awesome to know that yeah, you're still using those. Um, I actually saw on your LinkedIn that you didn't just get a degree in marketing at Western. You also, it was science and I think Mandarin Chinese, if I'm correct. Yeah, that was my okay. minor was, was Mandarin yeah. Chinese. Yeah. So, uh, I've always been fascinated by languages and that one was, super fascinating with the the you know the way that it i don't know it has a rhythm and as almost like a musicality to it um and so um i even took you know some time during when i was at western i took a couple of years and i went and taught esl um it i moved to toronto with the chinese family and i was just very intrigued by the culture and the um the language and taught you know english as a second language for a while there um with folks who were um from china and trying to you know make their way in, in toronto and and so when I came back, I was like, I just love this language. I want to keep, I want to keep uh, using it in some way, shape, or form. And so it's, um, yeah, it's it's kind yeah, of yeah. That is really fun. Uh, can you share with us why you decided to really pursue a career like directly more in marketing, and maybe how like your other areas of expertise, like Mandarin, have maybe like influenced how you approach marketing? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think what it did um, again, I, I think it helps fuel the creative side of my brain. Like there's that side of my brain that loves music, likes art, you know, loves, um, I think, again, that's why the language was so, in, you know, fascinating to me was it, it kind of filled that um, part of my brain um, in a way that it made me realize, you know, I need to use the creative side of my brain. I just, I learn that way. I'm a very hands-on learner, you know, that kinetic learning, that's definitely me. I like to get in the mix with things. And I think that that's translated really well for marketing because um, even at a large company, but, you know, at small companies especially, even if you are the VP of marketing and you're deciding business level decisions up at this top level, you're also maybe later in that day in the weeds, building a Facebook ad, you know, to push out whatever's going on or, or writing the email that says, you know, Hey customers, this is this deal we have going on next week. Um, 
And so there, there's never a moment when you're, when you're not involved in all the different layers and levels. And I think, um, I think that's why I, you know, so I, I that ability to, to get to use this creative in my brain and, and continue to, um, just be involved is, is definitely translated over in our marketing career. And I think too, just the nature of, you know, I didn't have to learn Chinese, but it was more a side thing that was interesting and I wanted to keep learning. And I think that's just a good, a good way of thinking. You mentioned it a few moments ago, marketing, especially it's always evolving. It's always changing. There's always new ways to reach customers. There's so many new things changing every day in this profession. So you really are always learning. There's never a point where you're like, I know marketing. I don't have to learn anymore. I'm just going to kind of ride this out. Um, if you do that, you're going to fall way behind. Um, and I think that part of this profession is you get the opportunity to continue to learn, evolve, grow, um, and try new mediums out, right? Like try things like podcasts, like saying doing TikToks or doing, you know, whatever it is. Um, brands are figuring those things out and how to, how to use those things uh, to help their brand grow. And I think it's, it's fun to be part of that cutting edge of what technology is allowing for us to do to reach the consumer and figuring out how that works best with your brand, whether you're Amazon or you're the little, you know, mat and flooring shop down the street, um, you you can figure out the right way to use those pieces of technology uh, for your business and your brand. And it's, it is really exciting. So it's always learning, always changing. And I think that's been the, the biggest thing that I've, I've taken is, um, or why those things, you know, were part of my degree as well. Yeah, and kind of stemming off of that. So since you've been navigating the marketing world for over a decade now, what kinds of challenges have you faced? One of them, as you mentioned, is kind of that uncertainty of marketing and that it's always changing. Like, how do you overcome that? Yeah, I think, um, you know, that can be, the, can be the scary part sometimes, right? Uh, when you think about marketing, especially as you get more elevated in a role or in a company, um, you know, sometimes they're coming to you and, and the, CEO or whoever it is, they, they don't have the right answer. It's not like when you're first starting out and someone has the answer and they're like letting you kind of work your way toward it. They're coming to you and saying, we have a revenue gap. We have to make this up somehow. What's marketing gonna do to help us get there? And like, they don't have an answer for it. And they're looking to you to provide that answer. And, um, and I think, you know, it's an exciting challenge. That's definitely one of the challenges that you have to be ready to face in the marketing, uh, in the marketing world is, you know, what's that plan? How are we going to go to market with this? How are we actually going to read it? What's the budget going to be? How much do we need to spend to make sure that we're, you know, bringing in more than that. So it's worth our spend to, to, you know, run this campaign and proving that to the CEO and, and or whoever else you need to prove that to. And then it's the scary part of, okay, you have it written down on paper. Now we got to make it happen. You actually got to go do that thing. Um, and so again, it comes back to the feeling too, but it's that, that nervous, um, excitement, if you will, the, that's when the adrenaline starts flowing and you get to put that thing out in the world and you hope for the best, you plan accordingly and um, and when it works and when it does what you anticipate it's going to do, it, it is really exciting. Um, but that's definitely an area that's tough in this, in this um, I think you have to have the right mindset when you're you know going into marketing roles of, you have to be a problem solver, right? Like is what marketing is doing is you're solving a problem, not only for the company, but for the customer too, right? You're showing them um, you're providing them a, a solution for something maybe they didn't know they had a problem for or they didn't know they needed the solution for, but you're showing them why they need this. Um, and so I think problem solving is, is a big part of it. Outside of that, I think in marketing in general, there's um, another challenge that tends to come up is um, there's two more things. One is your own growth, right? As a marketer, you want to continue to grow and, and develop. 
And I think um, you see people in marketing oftentimes like jumping around to different companies maybe uh, because the, it, from what I've seen, marketers like to continue to learn and grow. And so uh, making sure you land somewhere that has an opportunity for growth within that company, I think is really important for you as you're considering those things. So that's been a challenge you know, in my career of, I feel like I'm at a point where, shoot, what's next, right? And so um, finding those, those roles that allow you to, to continue to grow and develop is really important. And I think the third thing is just the changing marketplace, uh, the changing, you know, the overall economy that can be a, it can be tough, right? Uh, if you're, especially if you're kind of in the B2C world where you're trying to sell something to customers in order for your business to work, uh, the last few years and the COVID years, like it's, it can be really tough to be in marketing, right? teams go from 10 people down to two and you still have to produce and you still have to make the business work. And, um, and I think that can be, that that's also a big challenge in this uh, industry is that we're one of those professions where uh, when things are going well, then marketing, you know, helps do that. But when things aren't going well, it's because, well, marketing is not working or, you know, there's, there's always, marketing is always involved in the conversation. And so that can be, that can be tough at times. And I think it's, um, but it's also, again, it really boils down to solving a problem, showing that, that, you know, you do need it and this is why. Um, and it's, it, it also is what makes it exciting and fun every day too. No two days are, are the same. Yeah. Really. And that's awesome. I'm, I'm really excited to, you know, graduate and get into that just because it, I feel like it's, you know, working like a minimum wage job throughout college and stuff. It's the same thing every day. And I'm excited to, you know, totally. find something new. Um, so we're going to move into our next segment titled Juicy Questions. So we actually put out a survey right. for um, current and even potential marketing students where they can submit questions um, that they want you to answer. Um, and we separate them into three buckets. So we're going to start with the not so juicy questions and end with the really juicy questions um, because right. we're going to be online today virtually um, I'm going to pick them for you so you have to trust my my judgment and my picking skills um, I trust perfect. it I trust it that's perfect okay so the first question is what is your best career advice Ooh, um, I would say um, best career advice is keep an open mind um, and never stop learning those two things and I think the, the open mind is you may have, I know I was one where I really wanted to work for like Nike. You know, I had these big brands. It's like, I want to work on that big brand. That's my, that's my goal. Um, and it was sometimes the companies that I had never heard of where when you think about it on paper, you're like, doesn't sound that exciting or something like that, right? But just trying to keep an open mind, having preconceived notions uh, can end up being some of the best, you know, uh, moments of your career when you get to, yeah, build that brand up or do something with that brand that you never thought was possible. So I'd say open mind and then continue to learn are the two biggest things I could I could offer. Perfect. That's awesome. Okay. Do one more from this bucket. Okay. Um, do you ever look back at what you learned at Western and do you use it? Yes, actually, I do for sure. We already talked about the marketing communications uh, class. I think those foundational skills of what goes into like a market communications plan and how you communicate out to the customer is, I still use a lot of those things. Um, the other class that really sticks out to me um, was um, Dr. Love's class on consumer, the consumer behavior mindset. I, I forget what it was called, maybe just consumer behavior. Um, but for me, that, that course was really, um, really instrumental in me wanting to solve that problem for the customer 
And I think that it's been really helpful in every role I've gone into, um, taking a moment to really think about not what do we as a company think about our product, but how does the consumer view our product or view our brand? What's the, what's the you know, vibe out there in the community about our product and thinking from the consumer level, um, really trying to get into their brain and how their brain works and, and thinks um, has been a huge part of, of, you know, whether it's a small campaign or thinking of a brand, you know, slogan, a, a logo, a, you know, website design, how you're building that or tailoring that because of how the consumer views you or uses your product. Um, that, that course was really instrumental for me. I think the last one that I just loved was when I was at Western, there was a, an adjunct professor named Ann Stone. Um, she is now, I think, at UBC up in British Columbia. Um, but she had been, you know, at Coca-Cola and all these, you know, done all, all these big stuff with always on the branding side. And her class was branding. And um, there was one thing that she said during the course of that quarter, which was with the brand, always remember that everything communicates was her word. I, mean, I think she wrote on the board the first day, everything communicates. And that means everything down to, you know, the pens you use to the way your employees talk about, you know, when they're not online to what your customers say, you know, everything your company does out there it communicates what your brand stands for. And I think that has been really instrumental. I, I've taken that mantra with me uh, to each company that I go to, because I think it's really important to realize or to, in building a brand, you have to make sure you're you're communicating on every front. And I think that um, helps you hit, hit all those details. So those three really stand out in my mind as courses I, I still use things from every day. Yeah, that's awesome. No, yeah, Dan really, you know, drills it in our brain that marketing is like communicating, delivering, and capturing value. But you have to know the consumer to know what is, you know, a value to them. So nothing matters if they don't if they don't see the value in it. So that's that's awesome that you touched yeah. on that. Um, okay, so now we're gonna move to bucket number two. Um, okay. The kind of juicy. Yes, kind of juicy. Uh, what do you love most about your career? Um, you know, I really love that every day is different. Um, I really love, uh, we talked about at the beginning, but I love um, getting to see your work, marketing something where you get to see the results pretty immediately, right? Like. Sometimes there's a product that'll last longer term and you don't see the results for like till later in the year, like that happens too. But there's also short term products that you launch and a month later you see the results, or even two weeks later you see the results of what you put into action working. And that is, that's really exciting. And so um, I love the fulfillment side of it in that regard. Um, and I love, I love, you know, um, helping customers, I guess, up front too, helping customers find that product or that service that they didn't know they needed um, and truly being a solution for the everyday customer I think is really um, something that I, just, I love about what we get to do in the marketing field. Yeah, I know. I feel like sometimes when people decide to go into business, they don't realize how interactive it is and like how you really have to have those like personable skills and you need to be able to communicate with people and you have to, you know, build relationships because that's such an important part of business and marketing especially. Yeah, it's huge. Relationship building is huge for sure. Okay. Um, okay, second question. What would you say was the biggest struggle you experienced while your time at Western? Hmm, that's a good one. Uh, I gotta make me think back here. Um, back, I, I feel like it was in the moment, um, it can feel maybe overwhelming. Uh, I remember feeling like that kind of sense of 
is this the right thing? Like, I'm, you know, you have that notion of I'm choosing this major, like really what I want to do forever or for my career, you know? And I remember, I remember feeling like, um, it was just hard to know if it was the right choice. Right. And I having that kind of, um, I feel like they, know, they call it like, scary... like imposter syndrome. We ha- we've had a couple submissions being like, how do you get over that imposter syndrome of like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Is, am I going to be able yeah. to do this? Yeah. Yeah. I think at the end, yeah. And I think that was a real, you know, a real struggle, especially for me. I, I couldn't, I couldn't choose when I, when I originally went to Western, I actually was a music major. And so I was going to do music. And then through the course of things, I discovered, you know, that music was a great hobby, but I wanted to do something else with my career. And so, um, yeah, so I really had this, like, what is the path? What's the thing I should be doing? And, and it's, it is, that was probably the scariest and hardest thing. Um, but I will say there's yeah certain courses through talking to your professors. Um, that was huge for me. Like, uh, you know, Ed Love was one that was really always willing to talk about, you know, future and what's next and what to think about and how to look at things. And, um, and I think that leveraging their expertise and their knowledge, um, you know, going into an office hours and talking to them about how you're feeling, um, something that helped me. And I think that's, um, and ultimately you just, you have to kind of follow your gut, right. Of, um, this feels right. And the, the good thing is too, like once you, once you graduate, if in a couple of years you're like, I don't know if I like product marketing or I don't know if I like, well then pivot, you know, like it, you're not, you're not going to be stuck. Like you can, you can always, um, you can always change and grow into something completely different from what you studied. And I think that's having that reassurance now, like thinking back that, that it's, there's people now who are in marketing who don't have a degree in marketing that I've crossed paths with and they're, they're brilliant marketers. Their degree was in, you know, English or something like that. Like you, you just, you never know what, where you're going to end up. And I think just following that gut and doing what you love is, is huge. Good. That's awesome. Okay. We'll do one more question from this bucket. Um, Perfect. Okay. In what ways did you go about finding a company to interview for? Like, uh, in, just like after graduation. During- yeah. Graduation. Okay, so I um, I spent a lot of time ahead of graduation. I wanted to get a great internship, and so I spent a lot of time trying to find companies in the in the you know area that offered internships. And I wanted something that was agency like. So I, again, I wanted to kind of get that feeling of all the different possible avenues marketing could take me in, and get, hopefully get like a experience what that might look like. Um, so I was fortunate enough that I found a great company um that checked those boxes for me to do an internship at and their name was outsource marketing and they're out, they've rebranded to be called outmark now but they're in the bellevue um actually they're in issaquah now anyway uh that's that smaller boutique agency that i started with and after my internship they said hey when you graduate we have a spot for you and i was like this is great so i was really lucky in that way where my internship really did help um lead to a role post-graduation but i'd say the process of of deciding where to interview or how to interview for, for companies is, um, you know, you should have a checklist in your mind of the things you want to, you know, either work on or be a part of, or the types of work you want to do. Um, maybe in the industry, certain industries you want to be part of, you know, especially in today's world, there's a ton of the B2C space. There's a lot of B2B work that needs to be done. There's a lot of the, the sauce stuff where there's all this, you know, software that's out there that needs, um, you know, marketers to help promote it and get it out there. So, kind of thinking about it in terms of what industry you might want to be in or a part of. Um, like I say, for me, it was, I wanted to experience 
a bunch of, I wanted to use like all the marketing classes I had at Western at the agency. And I just felt like an agency would allow me to kind of make that happen where I could kind of touch on all these areas to then figure out in a professional sense, all right, which one of these things do I like? What do I not like? Um, and it's, it's an always evolving process. You know, I think each time you step in your career, there's things you like, things you don't like, and you kind of continue to refine or to continue to, um, to narrow that down. But yeah, make sure you have a list, but also, like I said, to be honest, keep it up in mind about what the company is because it may be something really great um, and lead to something really great in the future. Yeah, that's awesome. I really like what you said about just knowing what you want out of a company because that can really guide what you're doing. It's not like, obviously, you can apply to whatever, but, you know, have you know, yeah. have that, that mindset of like, well, I, I can do this, and if I want this, then I can achieve it. So, okay, we're moving yeah. into bucket number three, Ooh, the extra, extra juicy. juicy. Okay, um, how do you find meaning and purpose in the work that you do? Oh, that's an awesome one. Um, you know, I, I think it really does come back to um, looking at that consumer mindset or the consumer that you're reaching. Um, and for me, being consumer or customer first um, has typically led to the best marketing ideas or campaigns or strategies that I've been ever been able to be a part of. Um, and and for me, it's it's seeing that play out, right? Seeing that it's actually helping people. Um, I think a good example is that company that I was VP marketing for. They, they had anti-fatigue mats and flooring is what they specialized in. They had this really unique patented structure. And while I was there, we launched it into a line of insoles as well. And um, the the whole point of it was making people feel better, right? At the end of the day, we were trying to make people feel better when they were at work or when they were working out or whatever they were doing, wanted them to feel better. And so researching the customer and realizing what we were doing for them and helping them realize or see our solution, but then going back to the customers after and hearing those stories, you know, that really motivates you and fuels you when you're they're like, I've had back pain for 15 years and I, I couldn't even hardly go to work anymore and it was really affecting my performance. And now with this, you know, Matt, like as silly as it sounds, it's changed my life. And, you know, and when you see the value or, or see that your work has helped in that, um, that's super fulfilling. And it really, yeah, motivates me to keep going in this profession and keep keep helping the customer. I think customer first is, is huge. Good. Okay, we'll do one more from this one. Okay. Did you ever contemplate leaving the marketing program? And if so, why did you stay? Ooh. Um, so leaving marketing in terms of just like, Wild yeah, Western just like, or post Western? You can talk about both. Yeah. If, if you. Okay. Um, I think while at Western, it was, it took me a while to identify that marketing was where I wanted to be. Once I got into it, it was, it was that notion of this feels right. Like, like that kind of, like I said, that, that gut feeling of this feels good. This feels like, you know, right in my wheelhouse, I can be creative, be analytical all at the same time. And so it was getting to that point. Um, but once I was in it, I, I was then, you know, very excited about it. Um, going into the career side, um, I think there's been moments where sometimes marketing can be tough and you can be faced with things where you do all the research, you do all the right, you know, what the textbook says you should do in terms of a plan and it might not work and it might you know it can be really challenging so there's been points where i've considered maybe you know do i want to do more of the sales side of the marketing thing do i want to do more just only creative and design 
Um, but I think at the end of the day, it's, you know, for me, it comes back to that customer and serving the customer at the, at the um, underlying level of it all. And that really is where I get my most, the most of my fulfillment out of it. So I've always stayed in it because I just, I can't, I can't leave. Uh, it's, 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 there's too much fun involved in yeah, marketing. Yeah, I was sure. going to say, there's so much to offer. And, you know, you were talking about how you there wanted is. to, you know, pursue a degree in music at first. But, like, there are a lot of people who are producing music, you know, like in their college career. And you can use those marketing skills to be able to market your own music and even pursue a career in that. So, again, there's there's so oh, many no. options that you can pursue through marketing. Um Yes. Okay, so last episode we asked our guests, they had just graduated just this last fall quarter, so only three months ago, um, if they had any questions for our mid-career alumni guest. Um, and they wanted to know what it's like to awesome. negotiate as an employee or potential employee, and how do you ask for what you want and really articulate your value? Oh, awesome. That's a great one. Um, yeah, I think for me, as I've gone through the process a few times, um, I think that it's the hard part for me up front was realizing your own value and what you do bring to the table um, for a company. And I think that sometimes that can be hard, right? You're, you're excited about the next thing you want to just get that next thing and they offer you something and you think, great, you know, this is it. But taking it to moment, I think that the, the negotiation part is definitely important. Um, and I would say, you know, use your past experiences to realize or help show um, bring value and I think that what I've noticed is real data um, from past um, opportunities that you've led or been a part of um, having some real data to back up you know just your own theory so to speak of like I think I'm great well that's good but like having some points of I ran this campaign it led to this percent growth you know in, a, in this amount of time I built this brand it was at zero it got to a million dollars in two years you know having some concrete things of because I did the marketing I know how to do, I did this, and then how does it translate to this company I'm going to be coming a part of? Um, and it, it, that was the hardest part for me was was finding those things. And you don't want to sound like you're boasting or something like that, but it, but you do have to market yourself. And I think marketing yourself is just as important as anything else you'll do in the in the marketing career. Is take the lessons you learned from Western and from your early jobs or any of your jobs. But you have to market your own brand. You know, what's what's Chad's brand? What do I stand for? What do I, you know, what's what's my brand I'm putting out there into the marketplace and for these companies? And I think that you really have to take time developing your own brand um, in order to um, continue to move in your career path. So I, I would definitely say invest in your own marketing, so to speak. Uh, and that will that will help in that negotiation process. For yeah, sure. I love that you touched on that because one of the biggest components of IMC is apart from, you know, producing content for the marketing department, we're also developing our own brand and what we offer to potential companies and stuff. So that's awesome that, you know, that's making awesome. that connection there. Um, another question that's that huge. they had was what tools or resources do you use to learn and build your knowledge as a marketer since the industry is constantly changing? Yeah, um, there's a lot. There's a lot of great tools out there. Um, you know, a lot of things um, come from just different companies have different, um, you know, marketing tools they use. So you get to learn some actual physical tools that help you do daily marketing just as you go through your career. But in terms of industry knowledge and learning what's going on out there and, and what's new and what's available, you know, there's great publications like AdAge uh, where you can get like a, you know, literally a daily email of kind of the scoop on what's happening. Um, there's another one like the Marketing Brew. Um, it's just like a daily... Again, a daily email, it's kind of like, hey, here's some 
hot topics in marketing that are going on right now or some new things or this new company that's coming out that's saying they can do X, Y, and Z for targeting customers, even though they have, you know, there's so much nowadays, especially with online advertising, uh, with all the privacy and security settings and, you know, it's getting harder to reach that end consumer. And so anytime there's new technology out there like that, um, there are so many resources um, available. I think the other one that I've used a lot is like the Harvard Business Review. They have a lot of cases around marketing that I have found super helpful when I'm in a situation, like I mentioned earlier, where the CEO is like, we got to solve the problem. You're the marketing guy, like solve the problem. Um, being able to look at past you know, case studies or resources that way, that's been a good resource as well to kind of get ideas um, around strategies and what's worked in the past and what we could, you know, how I could apply that for today. And so I think um, those are all good tools, but like I mentioned, you know, don't stop learning. Uh, you, you have to keep you have to keep learning, and I think that's a huge part of, of being a marketer. Yeah, for sure. definitely. Um, so, although you've already reached so many amazing milestones in your career as a marketer already, where do you hope to see yourself in like the next ten years? Yeah, great one. <clears throat> I think um, you know, for me, I'd love to um, having been part of big companies and part of small companies. I'd I love to be somewhere where. Um, I can have a, you know, a smaller company where I can have that leadership side of things. I love being able to um, be a leader inside the company, help, you know, decide and push, you know, strategy at a bigger level, but also still be involved in the day-to-day that's going on. So for me, I, I want to find that right spot of, um, you know, uh, having influence um, to help a company grow or help a company, you know, move to that next step or get to that next level that they're trying to get to as a company um, there's something magical about being in that, that kind of a mix that, um, that is really, um, you know, it's really rewarding. And so I, I'd, I'd love to find that place where I can be, um, you know, make a difference, truly make a difference. And I think any role, even if you're a specific role inside of a massive company, you know, being part of the Amazon private brands team inside of Amazon, huge Amazon, um, you know, you can kind of treat your team or your group as that company and you can think about, how is my role going to influence or impact, you know, the team or the or the group that I'm on? So that, um, to me, is what I'm ultimately looking for is being able to have that position that can influence others. I love teaching and training and helping people in, that are earlier on in their career, you know, get to a, another level. So I I would love to be able to use that as well as I go forward. So. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's great. For me. Um, so our next guest is going to be a late career alum. Um, so they would have graduated from Western, you know, like 20 plus years ago. Do you have any questions you would like answered regarding their journey as a marketer? Yeah, I'd love to know. Um, I'd love to know, yeah, looking back, is there anything um, that was like anything in their career that was defining or that helped them, you know, get to that next level um, for the kind of that next stage of the career, right? You've done a lot up to kind of the midpoint where I'm at, but to continue, um, what was that, I guess I'm trying to say, what was that thing that like, the spark that kept them going or the thing that, you know, pivoted them in the direction they're at now? Was there some big moment that led to that for them? I think that would be interesting to hear. Um, I also would love to just have that, you know, the hindsight is 2020 sort of a thing. If they could, with where they're at now, look all the way back of everything you know, what's the one thing maybe that they could call out as a, um, you know, a must do or a thing that's really imperative or important in this profession uh, to have a fulfilling career. I think I'd love, I'd love to hear now that, you know, at that farther end, 
what's that one thing that they would recommend? So yeah, yeah I'd love those to are great that. questions. Um, okay, well that completes pretty much everything. So thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. It's been really great to hear about your time at Western and how that's really brought you through your career. Um, we are going to plug Chad's LinkedIn in the description of the podcast if you want to reach out and ask him any more questions or even just make a new you know connection with you if that's okay with you. Yeah. Yeah, please perfect. do. I would love Sweet. that. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. And good luck with everything. Uh, this is Perfect. great. Perfect. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this week's episode of After Class featuring mid-career alum Chad Lindstrom. You can follow the Marketing by the Minute podcast to keep up with upcoming After Class episodes, as well as to look at the past two seasons. Thank you so much, and we hope to see you again next week after class.